we begin with a sentence of scripture. The righteous will be remembered forever. The memory of the righteous is a blessing. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth will proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. The psalm appointed for this morning. Psalm 25 To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. O my God, in you I trust. Let me not be put to shame. Let not my enemies triumph over me. Let none who look to you be put to shame. But let the treacherous be shamed and frustrated. Make me to know your ways, O Lord, and teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. For you have I hoped all the day long. Remember, Lord, your compassion and love, for they are from everlasting. Remember not the sins of my youth or my transgressions, but think on me in your goodness, O Lord, according to your steadfast love. Gracious and upright is the Lord, Therefore shall he teach sinners in the way. He will guide the humble in doing right, and teach his way to the lowly. All the paths of the Lord are mercy and truth, to those who keep his covenant and his testimonies. For your name's sake, O Lord, be merciful to my sin, for it is great. Who are those who fear the Lord? Them will he teach in the way that they should choose. Their soul shall dwell at ease, and their offspring shall inherit the land. The hidden purpose of the Lord is for those who fear him, and he will show them his covenant. My eyes are ever looking to the Lord, for he shall pluck my feet out of the net. Turn to me, and be gracious to me, for I am alone and brought very low. The sorrows of my heart have increased. O oh, bring me out of my distress. Look upon my adversity and misery, and forgive me all my sin. Look upon my enemies, for they are many, and they bear a violent hatred against me. O keep my soul and deliver me. Let me not be put to shame, for I have put my trust in you. Let integrity and uprightness preserve me, for my hope has been in you. Deliver Israel, O God, out of all his troubles. Our second psalm, Psalm 147, beginning in the first verse. Alleluia. How good is it to make music for our God. How joyful to honour him with praise. The Lord builds up Jerusalem and gathers together the outcasts of Israel. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up all their wounds. He counts the number of the stars and calls them all by their names. Great is our Lord, and mighty in power. His wisdom is beyond all telling. The Lord lifts up the poor, but casts down the wicked to the ground. Sing to the Lord with thanksgiving. Make music to our God up on the lyre. 
who covers the heavens with clouds and prepares rain for the earth, who makes grass to grow upon the mountains and green plants to serve our needs. He gives the beasts their food and the young ravens when they cry. He takes no pleasure in the power of a horse, no delight in human strength. But the Lord delights in those who fear him, who put their trust in his steadfast love. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. A reading from the book of Isaiah, chapter 11, beginning in the first verse. A shoot shall come out of the stalk of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. The spirit of the Lord shall rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. His delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what his eyes see or decide by what his ears hear, but with righteousness he shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. He shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips he shall kill the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt around his waist, and faithfulness the belt around his loins. The wolf shall live with the lamb, the leopard shall lie down with the kid, the calf and the lion and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze, their young shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play over the hole of the asp, and the winged child shall put its hand on the adder's den. They will not hurt or destroy on all my holy mountain, for the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. On that day the root of Jesse shall stand as a signal to the peoples, the nations shall inquire of him, and his dwelling shall be glorious. Amen. Our first canticle, The Herb's Fortitudinous. We have a strong city. Salvation will God appoint for walls and bulwarks. Open ye the gates, that the righteous nation which keepeth the truth may enter in. Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. Trust ye in the Lord for ever, for our rock of ages is the Lord. The way of the just is uprightness. Thou that art upright dost erect the path of the just. Yea, in the way of thy judgments, O Lord, have we waited for thee. The desire of our soul is to thy name and to the remembrance of thee. Our second reading is from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 13, beginning in the 54th verse. He came to his hometown and began to teach the people in their synagogue, so that they were astounded and said, Where did this man get this wisdom and these deeds of power? Is this not the carpenter's son? Is not his mother called Mary? And are not his brothers James and Joseph and Simon and Judas? And are not all his sisters with us? Where then did this man get all this? And they took offence at him. But Jesus said to them, Prophets are not without honour, except in their own country and in their own house. 
and he did not do many deeds of power there because of their unbelief. Amen. And we say together the Benedictus. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who has come to his people and set them free. The Lord has raised up for us a mighty Saviour, born of the house of his servant David. Through the holy prophets God promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of those who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath God swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hand of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous before him all the days of our life. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of all their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. May the words of my lips and the thoughts of my heart be always pleasing in your sight, O Lord my God. When I was young, I was always fascinated by things like Thanksgiving. You know, that great American holiday when people travel from all across the country hoping to make it home in time for this big family dinner. By train, plane or automobile, they do whatever they can to make it home for the holidays. Now for us, Christmas is probably the closest in terms of bringing family together. It's that time when we make visits and catch up with one another. and We touch base with kith and kin. They're magical times of the year, chocked full of peace and joy, family and goodwill. Or, at least that's what the movies tell us. In reality though, going home can often be very tough. Everyone wants to know every detail about your life, particularly how things have gone wrong. And well, even if things are going brilliantly, you better believe that someone else in the family, or for that matter, someone just down the road, is doing even better and you're never, ever going to compare. After all, you are just you. Plain old you. The child of so-and-so. Now believe it or not, Jesus had to deal with the same mentality. Matthew tells us how he had went throughout the land speaking with great wisdom, a wisdom beyond any other human, and he even went working miracles that defied explanation. But when he came home, what happened? Did the people fall down and worship him? No. Did they at least treat him like a great teacher? No. They couldn't deny his wisdom or his mighty works, but they could deny him. Verse 55 has them saying, Is this not the carpenter's son? Is this not his mother called Mary and his reverend James and Joseph and Simon and Jude? But of course, they weren't asking so much as criticising. They knew exactly who Jesus was. He'd grown up amongst them under his mother Mary's care. 
He'd played in the streets with his brethren, James, Joseph and Simon, the children of Mary of Cleophas, and he worshipped alongside the people in the synagogue. As a young man, he probably even worked alongside St. Joseph as a carpenter, making and preparing goods for them. And yet, for the people, this all meant only one thing. He was a poor nobody, who could amount to nothing. Whence, therefore, hath he said all these things? How could this guy... This low-class carpenter's son speak so well or have such power. Verse 57 says they were scandalised in his regard. They simply couldn't look past Jesus' background or for that matter their own preconceived ideas about who he was. But Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honour save in his own country and in his own house. Now, his response was actually quite a common Jewish proverb at that time. And while Daniel, Elias and some others might prove exceptions to the rule, it has more often than not proven true. Today, we might say familiarity breeds contempt. St Matthew and St Mark, both record this story in their Gospels, looked at what happens next in two slightly different ways. In one account, Jesus is shocked by their unbelief and just can't bring himself to do miracles for the people, other than the odd healing. But in the other account, Jesus seems to refuse to do any miracles in Nazareth. Not because he couldn't do them, but because he knows they won't appreciate them or understand the meaning behind them. Either way, there's an important lesson for us here. Like Jesus, we too will often be rejected. We'll often be mocked maybe even belittled by those who are meant to know us and who really should know better. When that happens, we have a choice. We can enter into that vicious cycle whereby we feel we need to do more and more, be bigger and better, all in order to win the support and adoration of others. But if we do that, we'll quickly realise that nothing we can ever do will be good enough. We will always be failures in the eyes of someone. Then again, we can do as Christ did. We can just simply refuse to play their game. We can refuse to get sucked into the trap of an honour-shame culture. And we can live as who we truly are. Individuals made in the image of God. Individuals who the Bible tells us Christ died to save. Individuals who find their place in this world and their value not in the eyes of the world, not in the eyes of the jealous or the envious, but in the love and care of the Lord Jesus Christ. That choice is ours. Amen. And now we express our shared faith by saying together the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. 
He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Eternal God, you have raised Jesus Christ from the dead and exalted him to your right hand in glory. Through him you have called your church into being, that your people might know you and make your name known. We pray for the church, universal and local, especially as it faces this pandemic and such uncertain times. Lord, protect your church and encourage her in this time of need. We pray for the unity of all who profess the Christian faith at this time. And Lord, we pray that we would speak and act as one for the benefit of the believer and unbeliever alike. Unite our efforts, and as the one God on whom we are founded, guide and direct our steps so that we may avoid division, end schism, and become one in love and truth. We pray for the ministries of the church as our youth groups, Bible studies and prayer meetings move into a new domain, unimaginable even just a few weeks ago, and as we look at new ways of worshipping as a people while yet so far apart. We pray for the renewal of the church, Lord, and ask at this time would encourage us to see how valuable worship truly is and how often we take our gatherings for granted. May this time sow the seed of revival, Lord. May it sow it in our hearts. And we pray for all the Christians listening to this podcast that they might know your presence, Lord. And indeed, we pray for all those who are worshipping you in any other way, in private, via videos, podcasts, listening to music. Whatever way, Lord, let them all know that you are near to them. Uplift them. Give them comfort. Give them faith. Amen. Eternal God, We give you thanks for the apostolic gospel committed to your church, the continuing presence and power of your spirit, the ministry of word, sacrament and prayer, which we miss at this time, but receive by distance. For the mission in which you have called us to share, the will to unity and its fruit in common action, the faithful witness of those who are true to Christ, for all works of compassion, and every service that proclaims your love. Amen. In peace and unity, may your people offer the unfailing sacrifice of praise and make your glory known through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The collect appointed for this morning. God our Father, who from the family of your servant David raised up Joseph the carpenter to be the guardian of your incarnate Son and husband of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Give us grace to follow his example of faithful obedience to your commands. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, 
who is alive and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. And the second collect at morning prayer. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, Almighty and ever-living God, we give you thanks for bringing us safely to this day. Keep us from falling into sin or running into danger, and in all things guide us to know and do your will. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And together we say the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us all evermore. Amen. To the King of Ages, immortal, invisible, the only God, be honour and glory for ever and ever. Amen. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. Amen.